Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Athletic Antidote Podcast. I'm so thankful for all of you that are listening to the episodes that I've put out. And this is my second episode of February. It's the last day of February as I'm recording this. So it depends on when you see this. But so I've had two out this month, and I believe this is my sixth episode so far. Um, lots of fun. Um, I got a lot of stuff to go over today. Um, NFL season's over. The NBA All-Star Game is coming up and a lot of different things to talk about. And I'm excited for all the sports we have coming up. MLB, Trevor Bauer trade, and also got the Francisco Lindor and breaking down the Mets this year. But definitely a lot of things to talk about. Not going to cover everything in sports today, but definitely some of the major things like the draft coming up and also the awards that were given out. And I'll just go over all of those. So, yeah, let's get right into it, starting with the awards, the NFL awards. I actually did not have many problems with the awards they gave out this year. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers, no-brainer. I don't think really anyone else could have um, taken this award other than him. And I'll go on to some of the controversial ones, actually. So, I'll give you my first opinion. TJ Watt did not get snubbed. Okay, uh, Aaron Donald plays a different position than him, and he is double teamed. I believe much, def- it is much more than TJ Watt, but I believe this percentage is about 70% of the time. And that's just, that's just why Aaron Donald is like the most overpowering and uh, physical forces in the NFL. And that's why he does win Defensive Player of the Year. I think he's definitely already, in my mind, a top 10 defensive player of all time. I think you can actually make a case from being even higher than that. Um, definitely a huge force of nature in today's game, and I think he should have won this award. I had TJ Watt winning at the middle point of the season. I actually wrote an article for my school's newsletter, and I had TJ Watt winning at that point. But I feel like just towards the end, I could after watching Aaron Donald's games, I think... Yeah, the NFL didn't really make a mistake selecting him. And that's really... Comeback player of the year, Alex Smith, that was definitely... um, That was definitely deserved. Uh, Other than that, I don't really have any problems, except Offensive Rookie of the Year. I do think Justin Jefferson should have won the award. I really think that um, as a wide receiver, he played above and beyond anything anybody had expected expectations for him and he was by far the best rookie offense offensive rookie um defensive rookie of the year chase young yeah definitely that's that would be my pick as well at the midpoint of the season during the letter i wrote for my school i actually had jeremy chin winning because at that point in the season he was playing absurd and he was like playing very well but yeah definitely chase young i think you could also make a case for Offensive Rookie of the Year that Tristan Wirfs was actually not given enough uh, credit because as an offensive tackle, not many people get that much credit at that position. His team did go on to win a Super Bowl, though, so I don't think he's very upset with that, but he only gave up one sack in the entire season, Um, and that's just insane. Offensive Player of the Year, I could make a case for Dalvin Cook, but I'm not mad at Derrick Henry winning it. Um, Yeah, but I, I believe Dalvin Cook was just a bit more of a force this year and Derrick Henry yeah I've never he did rush for 2,000 yards so I'm not complaining and that's really all I have for next season there's a lot of um, injured players coming off the list so that's probably what I'll talk about next 
Um, Cortland Sutton's coming back for the Broncos and Von Miller as well, if he, he which he probably will come back. So as a Broncos fan, I'm extremely excited for that. And a lot of other players coming back from injury as well. Saquon Barkley, in my mind, the second best running back in the NFL, just behind Christian McCaffrey, who um, was injured coming into this season, but did have a couple plays. So he, I am hoping he will back ne- be back next year and play at the level he was last or two seasons ago. But that's the awards. That wraps up the awards. And let's just go right into the NFL draft. So I'll just finish off football. This is probably the last football episode until next season. I've done mostly NFL episodes up to now. And I think this will probably be the last time I will mention it. Until, like, I'll probably mention it here and there, but probably won't make um, full episodes about the NFL. For my... Not gonna give you my mock draft, but just gonna go over some of the players. Um, Trevor Lawrence, obviously, gonna go number one to the Jaguars. I think that's that's not even a debate at this point. And Zach Wilson, I feel like a lot of people still have fields above him, but I don't understand that. I feel like talent-wise, Zach Wilson is just way better. I feel like he's gonna be. He has a much bigger arsenal, and he just brings a more um, talented. Uh, skill set to the team and I think he'll fit the Jets better and I think he's just overall the better quarterback coming into the NFL um at I want to talk about the Bengals at pick number five I don't know if they'll trade up or not but in case they do stick at pick number five a lot of people have them drafting Jamar Chase who I think is the best wide receiver in this class I have him above Devontae Smith and I also have him above Jalen Waddle I think that Jamar Chase he has uh, the most depth out of any of these guys. He's also a big dude. He can run fast. He has good hands. I feel like he's the most versatile out of these guys. And he's definitely, in my opinion, the um, most talented out of these guys. And I feel he will do the best in the National Football League. And out of the three, I actually have Jamar Chase first, Waddle at two, and Devontae Smith at second. Most people actually have Devontae Smith at one. I don't understand that. I know he won the Heisman, but Waddle was injured for one thing. And Devontae Smith is super small. I don't think it'll translate to the NFL. I don't think that he doesn't he doesn't have the arsenal to play in the NFL as well as he did in college. And I think that's a huge factor into his game. But obviously still a great player. Definitely um, a, um, a top 10 pick, but actually a top 15, actually. I don't know if he'll go top 10. I'm assuming he will in my mock draft. I actually do have him going top 10, but yeah, I feel, still see people having Justin Fields at three. That's I feel like that's fine, uh, but yeah, definitely I'd take Zach Wilson over him now in, in this point in time, and I also, yeah, and definitely the Bengals should not focus on Jamar Chase, despite him being the best wide receiver in this class. From last season, I think everybody could tell that their biggest problem was their O-line, and it's just it's just something that needs to be fixed, and I don't think wide receivers are their priority right now. So, without a doubt, I would say certainly that they should draft Penay Sewell. I don't know if I'm saying that right. I'm sorry. Penay Sewell. I've seen many pronunciations of that name. But yes, they should definitely draft him. He's 
a great, definitely a top five pick. He should go to the Bengals. If the Bengals have any idea what they're doing, they will draft him. Joe Burrow needs some help in there. I don't, I still think that he can be a better player than Herbert. It's just he got injured this year, and Herbert definitely is, in my opinion, the most talented out of those guys, out of him and Burrow, but and Tua as well, Tua Tagovailoa. Definitely Herbert is the most talented out of the three, but if Joe Burrow gets an O-line, then I don't know, man. He could, he could definitely be the best out of those guys. We saw what he did at LSU, and I would be happy to see him reunite with Jamar Chase, but I just don't think that wide receivers are their priority priority right now. If they have any idea what they're doing, they will draft Sewell, and that should be the direction they are headed in. Kyle Pitts, uh, definitely um, a top 10 pick, the best tight end in this class. Um, and as a Broncos fan, I we did lose A.J. Boye, who was by no means any help to us at all. Um, did I don't think he was pretty useless. He was a very disappointing player this season, so we did let go of him. So I think our main focus should be should be Patrick Sertain the second. That should be our main focus for this um, for this draft. I think. Um, um, I've seen a lot of mock drafts of them drafting Micah Parsons, but I yeah I, I could see that too. But I see Patrick Sertain as the better fit for us. And they have the ninth pick this year, so that's that's actually kind of nice for us, our team. And yeah, we also have Vera Tucker and Jalen Waddle. I think that I think Jalen Waddle is is gonna be around the Giants area, as long as Jamar Chase is drafted above him. I think that's just that's better for them to draft Jamar Chase over him because he is definitely the best wide receiver in this class. So that's really all I have. And also Najee Harris. I don't know, man. I've seen a lot of. I've seen a lot of mock drafts with him going eighth overall. I've seen a lot of them with him going in the second round. Um, I don't really know who would need um, a Harris on their team. I can't think of it off the top of my head, but I do think that he's a great asset. I do think he's better than some of the running backs in the league right now, and I think he definitely can go in the top, definitely a top 20 pick in my opinion. Um, I do see why he might drop to the second round. And I had some, I had seen some drafts where, uh, Justin Fields dropped to the Steelers. I had seen, uh, some like that, but yeah, really right now it's just, that's really all I have. Um, but yeah, I see Najee going top 20. I don't know about second round. I, f- I feel like that's pushing it a bit, but yes, that is all I have for the NFL draft coming up. Very excited for it. I'm a lot of scintillating players to look out for. Um, and also, Taylor Heineke. This is the last thing I'll talk about about the NFL. I do think he has the ability to be a starter in the, starter in the NFL. I know you guys have seen stuff on Instagram about him being like the GOAT because he had one game where he came out and he was an absolute beast against Tampa. But the way he was playing, man, he had some great pocket awareness and... It was quite uh, interesting to watch because it was a guy that came out never having a start in the NFL, and he just came out and uh, made an absolute joke of some of the defenses. And it was it was absolutely amazing to watch to see a guy like that kind of uh, play on the field and do something for his team. Almost won the game too. It was uh, great to watch when they didn't have uh, their quarterback there. Also, Dwayne Haskins is now not no longer there, so. 
Yeah, I do see Taylor Heineke being a starter in the NFL. He was amazing that game. If he can continue to play at that level, man, he's a great quarterback. I feel like he definitely should have a spot on some team. And yeah, that does wrap up our NFL for today. Um, I'll go on to MLB. Not too much to talk about in the MLB. A lot of this stuff happened earlier. I just wanted to wait for some other news. Um, obviously, a Rosarena showed us what he can do in the playoffs. And also, the Trevor Bauer trade to the Dodgers. I do think the Dodgers will win the World Series again. Um, I do see them winning it. I don't really. I see some other uh, people standing in their way. But I feel like, um, just well and above, they are going to be the best team next season. Um, the Rays are going to fall off. They don't, the Snell, with the, uh, everything going on with Snell. Um, and I feel like the Mets are still going to be, uh, they're not, they're not going to be a threat this season, despite getting Lindor. I don't see them doing anything much, but... I, I mean, I don't know, man. I see on uh, social media all the time, you know, the Mets are going to come up this year. They're going to uh, be one of the better teams in the MLB. Like, I don't, I, you see it every, every year, man. And I, I don't know, bro. It's just, it's, I don't see it happening. I, I do think the Dodgers will win this year. That's just all I have to say. And Tatis, of course, signing a massive contract with the Padres, a huge extension, uh, extremely good for him uh he's a great player i'd say a bit overrated at this point but he is definitely one of the top players in the mlb not top 10 but definitely up there um and to anybody who says mookie betts is better than mike trout i don't i really think you should seek um i really think you should seek some help because or i don't know bro if uh mike trout can keep playing at this pace he is on track to becoming the greatest baseball player to ever play the game. I see a lot of player people say he already is, but yeah, he's on track to becoming the greatest player to play baseball, and that's just amazing that we get to see a talent like that. And of course, my Rockies traded away um, Nolan Arnato, so I don't really see any hope for us. We never really had any, but let's just move on to the NBA. NBA. Oh, so good NBA. We have... The All-Star game coming up, uh, my Lakers are not looking so hot. We are we lost AD, and that's, that's definitely a factor into why we're losing some of these games. But I also do feel, really feel that it's an injury that's more serious than the Lakers are making it out to be so that us fans don't get scared about it. And I'm, it's not really causing worry. But if it is like that, I, we have to get an act together, man, because LeBron is not, it's just not at this point where he can carry, I mean, Jared Dudley is getting first quarter minutes, like that should tell you something, and I don't, uh, I, no disrespect to Jared Dudley, but I mean, that's just, uh, I don't know, I've, that's uh, was something I've only seen in 2018 where he carried that team to the finals, and I've seen some people say that AD should rest until the playoffs. I do see that as a valid option. I do see that happening. And I think that that's something they should consider. Because right now they're calling it a calf strain. But it's really, I think it's something much more than that. But yeah, the Lakers aren't the only team right now. Um, the Eastern Conference is actually extremely competitive from the 4th to the 10th seed, I believe. 
um, almost the same losses and about the same amount of wins. It's extremely competitive. The Celtics fell to the ninth seed the other day, but they came back and won that game against Indiana, and now they're the sixth seed. And the Knicks, the Knicks are the fifth seed with a 5.500 record. That is amazing for New York fans. I live near there, and I know a lot of Knicks fans. Extremely happy for them. Like that, that it's been a huge struggle. It's been a long road for them to finally come back. They've been winning games. They they have a winning record um, on the. They have a winning record at home, and that's I don't, five years ago. If you told me the Knicks had a winning record at home, um, or anywhere for that matter, they have a point point five hundred record. Man, those Knicks fans should celebrate. That's that's amazing. And again, the Sixers are the Sixers and Nets or neck and neck for the Eastern Conference who's uh controlling it right now and in in the west it's it's the Jazz um they have complete control on that conference right now they're um they're ahead of every other team 3.5 games ahead of the second seed which is the Clippers and the Lakers are still the third seed they're still holding their ground but right now they they're not playing like a championship team right now um, so they need to get their act together. Oh, the Clippers are looking great. Kawhi is still, uh, still looks unhappy, but what can you do? You know, uh, the Spurs, I, I didn't see a lot. Let's move on to the All-Star game, actually, if we're going to talk about this. I don't really have anything else to say. The Warriors are winning games. Steph Curry's playing great. The Timberwolves need to figure something out, man. They've won seven out of their 34 games. I, they need to get, get their act together. Like, definitely not nothing's happening this season they're not a playoff team this year but yeah definitely the eastern conference is more competitive this year uh, like at that fourth to through tenth seed is extremely competitive anybody could take those spots honestly and the bulls are uh, a playoff team this year they're looking they're looking they're in the eighth seed right now so that's good for them happy to see them i'd be happy to see them in the playoffs definitely not gonna do anything there but yeah that's something uh, i'd like to see and the Nuggets fought back, and they're now 18 and 15. And the Mavericks also fought back. They were doing pretty, um, pretty terrible to start the season, but they've brought it back. Luca, he's just an amazing talent, huge arsenal, and extremely versatile player. That he's just a generational talent, and always fun to watch his games. So that's really all I have for the standings right now. Let's talk about All-Star Game, and then I'll just wrap up the episode. So, for All-Star Game, let's talk about snubs, okay? Uh, Kevin Durant got injured. I mean, he's out right now, so he was actually the captain. So, he's not going to be playing, and Sabonis replaced them. So, yeah, Sabonis has always been overlooked. And now just people saying he's underrated and reaching out to people has created some attention around him. And that's that's amazing. He's He was an all-star last year, and he's still not getting the recognition he deserves. In Indiana is a ninth seed, and he's really just taking that team on his back. And after losing that Oladipo that they had in the past, and he's now in the Rockets, who aren't doing so hot either. But... Yeah, that uh, those teams are. That Indiana team is uh, a scary team. If uh, if you're looking out for a playoff spot, I mean, I, again, the the Eastern Conference is super competitive. They are in that uh, four to ten range, so they could definitely are a team to look out for if you want to. Uh, if you're looking at playoff spots, so yeah, Sabonis always a great player, always overlooked. In my eyes, one of the best players in the NBA. 
and also Booker replaced uh, Anthony Davis on the Western Conference side. So, yeah, he's always overlooked as well. Those two players definitely were snubs. Those two players definitely were snubs and were put back into the game. Uh, and all this Trey Young stuff, it's not its not a bad, but it's just not fun to watch the game when Trey Young is just uh, flopping like that and just falling back into his defender. I just don't I just don't find the game fun to watch. I'd say he's still an all-star player. I'd say he's all-star caliber, but I don't know. It's just it's just for me when I'm watching his games or I'm watching his highlight reel, it's just like that's I'm just seeing that over and over again and the refs are calling it. So I don't know. That's just something I don't I just don't find enjoyable when watching Hawks games. But hey, still still a great player. Got a great bag in his uh, he got a great set of moves in his repertoire. And, uh, great player, great player. So, I don't think he was snubbed, though. I won't say he was snubbed. But, aside from that, I think you can't... Jalen Rose put it perfectly. I saw this on social media from Jalen Rose. Don't tell me who you, who you think got snubbed without telling me who they should replace. And... Yeah, so that's all the snubs I have. Oh, except except for DeMar DeRozan. That is the one snub I see this year that people are actually overlooking. A fifth seed, DeMar DeRozan is taking that t- has taken them to the fifth seed. And I, I feel like he uh, people have um, forgotten about him ever since he left Toronto. And he's now, he's now taken them on his back. And he's been playing amazing this year. Um, not in the point cat- points category, but... He's definitely still an all-star caliber player, and people have forgotten about them. Uh, 32 points, 11 assists in his last game. Uh, they just beat the Pelicans. He's still 31 years old. I, he still he still has a lot left in him. And he was part of the Olympic team, so he, he is still good. And DeJounte Murray said it the other day that... Uh, he was on the. He was 82nd on the NBA's player list. That is absurd. And now he's playing at an all-star level, and they still don't have him. Uh, he, they still don't even have him as snubs. Most people have still said he isn't a snub. So that's all I have for the all-stars. Who I think is gonna win the MVP and the Defensive Player of the Year? That's a little too early for that. But I do see. Ben Simmons has transformed into one of the best defensive players in the world. He is playing amazing right now. Um, and one of the best passers in the game. Uh, he hit his second three of the season yesterday, actually. And, yeah, but that jump shot still needs work. That elbow jumper especially and the three-point shot. If he doesn't work on that, I don't see him ever becoming um, a uh, a superstar in the NBA. He's always, he's always going to be an all-star, I feel like, in his prime and a little bit past that, but I don't think he can take it to the next level if he doesn't develop a jump shot. And uh, for MVP right now, I, I do think it's Joel Embiid. It's been him between him and Jokic, but also you have forgotten about him since he got traded, but James Harden is playing at an all-star level right now, and he is up there in the MVP conversation. He's uh, probably in the top five for the MVP this year. I actually have him at four. Uh, and obvious, obviously, LeBron James always playing like an MVP. Um, you can you can never... I don't know why. He gets so much hate. But I don't know, man. LeBron James. He's just never... ages like fine wine. And he's just always a pleasure to watch. So, yeah. But I do have Embiid winning the MVP this year. And 
that's gonna be it for today thank you everyone for thank you to everyone who listens to these episodes and uh probably gonna be a couple episodes coming out in march this will be the last episode of february my second of this month and thank you everyone for watching and i'll see you next time